Chapter 8 Garden Parties of Etiquette Made Easy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Etiquette Made Easy by Edward Squire. Garden Parties. Garden parties are probably destined to grow in popularity in this century, for they offer one of the simplest and most pleasant forms of entertainment during those seasons when the outdoors is attractive. For such an affair, the hostess sends out invitations about ten days beforehand. These may be engraved on white Bristol board, in which case either one of two forms is permissible. Mrs. Melville Stratton, at home, Friday afternoon, April 3rd, from 4 until 7 o'clock, Garden Party, 9 Park Square, or Mrs. Melville Stratton requests the pleasure of company on Friday afternoon, April 3rd, from 4 until 7 o'clock, Garden Party. 9 Park Square. If less pretentiousness is preferred for the occasion, the hostess may merely use a visiting card. Below her name she writes, Garden Party, April 3rd, 4 to 7 o'clock. Still a third method of issuing the invitations is by means of a short note, written in the first person. The formal engraved invitation demands a prompt reply, written in the third person. An acceptance might properly take this mode of expression. Mr. and Mrs. Clinton Brewster accept with pleasure Mrs. Stratton's kind invitation for April 3rd, 30 Abernethy Row, May 25th, 1919. A refusal might be in the following form. Mr. and Mrs. Clinton Brewster regret that a previous engagement prevents their acceptance of Mrs. Stratton's kind invitation for April 3rd, 30 Abernethy Row, May 25th, 1919. When the invitation is by means of the visiting card, an answer is not obligatory. Yet, it is well to acknowledge this form of invitation, also, by sending a short note written in the first person, either accepting or refusing. Of course, when the invitation itself takes the form of a note, the answer should follow the same style. It is part of the duty of the hostess to put her house in order, as well as the grounds. The guests on arriving may, in many cases, go within before greeting the hostess, to lay aside wraps or heavy veils. Moreover, weather conditions may make it necessary to seek shelter indoors. It is often convenient also to have the refreshments set out on the porch. These should include hot and cold tea, punch or claret cups, cakes, sandwiches, salads, fruits in season, and the like, which are partaken of by the guests according to their pleasure. Or a marquee may shelter the refreshments, a tent roof set up in any desired place on the lawn. The hostess receives her guests on the lawn, she wears an afternoon gown suitable for the season, and a hat. But if she prefers, she may leave off the hat and use a parasol in its stead. The women guests, too, wear their most effective afternoon gowns and also hats and veils and gloves, which are not taken off. The men may wear frock or morning coats and silk hats, and this garb is common at garden parties in England. In this country, however, more comfortable clothes are popular, and flannels or other fabrics of light material are favored. Guests leave their cards on a tray provided for that purpose in the hallway of the house. The requirements concerning cards have already been fully explained in the chapters on cards and at homes. After greeting the hostess, a guest must remain for at least 20 minutes and may properly continue on throughout the whole afternoon. Discretion should be used in the matter of saying farewell. It should be omitted if the hostess is occupied. If she is free, goodbye may be spoken and with it a phrase in appreciation of the hospitality. End of chapter 8. Recording by Valentina Vicelli.